Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Bright Side with Technicia, and I'm so glad to be here with you today on this wonderful show. Uh, my show is all about inspiration, motivation. You know that hump. I usually interview guests from all around the world, um, guests with backgrounds and sexual relationship, background in holistic killing. I have had pastors on, sex trafficking victims, you name it. I probably have had them on my show. I've been doing this show since 2013. 2014, about good four or five years now, um, and a lot of people always usually comment and say they love what I'm doing, so I do it for the being of my guests, really, I do, and I love it every single day. It gives me great inspiration and hope knowing that I can add value to other people's lives. So anyhow, how's everyone day today? Today is March the 17th, 2018. School is almost going to be over with. Ugh. I'm saying children are going to be eating us out of house and home very soon. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're li- listening to the replay, welcome. Thank you for joining. You can also make sure that you listen to the replay, the archive as well. But anyhow, I am here with our after bestselling author, um, after bestselling author, Dr. Wayne Dwyer left the physical plane in 2015. Karen Noah, who is an author and a medium, she has consistently been receiving very profound and specific specific messages from him, for his family, and for the world as well. Well, Wayne comes through, through singularly for his family. He also comes through together with a group of other celestial beings called the We Guides that includes St. Francis of Odyssey and a countless number of angels and a seated masters. Karen Noah is a renowned New Jersey-based psychic medium, spiritual counselor, and healer with a two-year waiting list. She is the author of We Consciousness, which we'll be discussing about, 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace, Your Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss, and Through the Eyes of Another, A Medium's Guide to Creating Heaven on Earth by Encountering Your Life Review Now. She is the founder of the Angel Quest Center in Walwick, New Jersey, where she teaches classes, gives readings, and practices alternative healing. You can listen to Carol on the Angel Quest radio show by tuning in to www.hudsonriverradio.com the first Saturday of every month at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And for more information, you can visit her website at www.karenoa.com. That's Karen, N-O-E, dot com. So once again, thank you for joining. Thank you for watching. I'd like to bring Karen Noah on. Karen, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. How's your day going? Everything's going very well here. It's pretty cold this morning here in New Jersey. Where are you? In, in Georgia? I am in wonderful Georgia. Of course, we have our bipolar welder, so we have a, a few people out here Doing a lot of sneezing or whatsoever, especially my twin. That's my twin daughter. She's sneezing. It's the worst to get close to that summer weather and you have a cold. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, as I said, Karen, I thank you so much for taking out your time to be here with me and my listeners today. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about how and when you been, began connecting with angels and deceased loved ones? Sure, sure. I was going through a difficult time in my life about 25 years ago, and I sat at the edge of my bed, and I just yelled at God, and I said, am I going to be okay? And as I was saying that, I saw a light that came towards me from the other side of the room, and my first response was, if you're not of God, please leave. But the more I said that, the more it kept coming towards me, and it eventually enveloped me, 
and I received such an amazing, peaceful feeling came over me. And at that time, I heard an audible voice that said, Lucha Lucina, Bella Lucha Lucina. And for the Italian listeners, it means light, little light, beautiful little light. Um, I started started receiving messages daily from this light, and I eventually learned that it was St. Francis of Assisi who's been guiding and protecting me ever since. Um, Those who follow me on Facebook or have read my books, you'll see my St. Francis connection with the the animals, the dogs, the cats, the cows, and all of that, and my connection with peace. And right after that connection with St. Francis, I started receiving messages from angels and deceased loved ones. And at first, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want people to think I was not in my right mind. But the more I shared the messages, the more they meant something very specific to the living loved one that no one else would know. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Wow, that's um, that's amazing how you can actually (laughs) connect with the angels and these deceased loved ones. My husband has that ability to do the same thing. And it sort of freaks me out when he says, Oh, I seen a spirit or this person. I'm like, really? Oh, wow! <laughs> you know, these are things. <laughs> and I know it's it's a possibility. Um, I think, and it's amazing because children usually get those. Um, they get those connections at a very young age, and it's and it, it seems weird at first, but I do believe in. Um, I believe in those type of connections. I um, mean, I think it's not meant for everyone. But certain mm-hmm. ones do have the ability yes. to um, be able yes. to connect with the um, spiritual world. Right, now, because we have, after all, we're oh, spiritual yeah, beings. No, go ahead, Karen. I was just going to say that we're just we're spiritual beings having a human experience, and that's that's the bottom line. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Karen, please tell us the story of how you began receiving messages from Wayne Dwyer for his family. Okay, so it's a very, it's, I'll make a short, a long story short. I um, connected with Serena Dyer, his, one of his daughters. She had been on my radio show a few months before Wayne Dyer passed, and I sent her an email. I didn't know what I could do for her, but I, you know, I emailed her because I had her contact information. I said, Serena, please make sure that you know that your dad truly is okay and would want you to be too. Ask him to come to you in a dream and to wake you up after the dream so that you remember it. Ask him to give you, I call them without a doubt signs, so that you know that he's with you without a doubt. And then I said to Serena, you know, I I wrote a book called Your Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss, that I know would help you because I've been doing this for many years, and these are the techniques that I have worked with with the people who come to see me that have helped them to uh, heal after losing a loved one. So I said, if you're interested, I'd be willing to send you a book and you know anything else I could do. So I, I heard back from her, and she said she'd love a copy of my book. So I sent it to her. And then it just so happens a few days later I was scheduled to speak in Orlando, Florida, for with my publisher, uh, Hay House, for an I Can Do It event. And they had an event right before my my talk a day before, they were going to pay tribute to Wayne Dyer. So I went to that as well. And I'm sitting on the author bus ready to go from the hotel to the conference center, and there are all the authors on the bus as well as, and then in walks Serena Dyer. And there was one uh, empty seat available on the bus, and in she walks, and she sits right next to me. And I don't know how, how much you want me to get into, but it's a long story. We connected, and then there were subsequent events after that that um, her sisters, Sky and Sage, and her mom, as well as, as Serena, they came to see me in New Jersey for the first reading. Um, and Wayne came through with very specific things that only the family members would know. And I had been in, I have been in contact with them for the last several years as well. He has eight children as well as his wife. And it's pretty much in the beginning couple of years, it was three to four times a week. So I know them well now. <laughs> so that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> wow. Are you still in contact with the um, Dwyer family? Yeah, yeah. I just, as a matter of fact, we are. I just spoke at an event with Sage, where we're bringing this to the 
to a lot of places. We spoke at the Metaphysical Center in New Jersey. But, yeah, every so often he comes through uh, with, oh, call them now, call them now. I'll give you one one example. His oldest daughter, uh, Tracy, Uh, one morning, it was 6 o'clock in the morning, and I am, I, I was getting ready. And I feel him very strongly, call Tracy now, call her now. And I said, oh, my gosh, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. And he says, call her now. I said, okay. So I text her. I said, I'm so sorry, Tracy, but I feel your dad. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. May I call you? And she responded, yes, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. So I called her, and she's crying. And I said, well, before we say anything, your dad is telling me to tell you he can hear you, but you can't hear him. Now, wow. does that mean something? And what she said was she just woke up from a dream uh, with her father, and in the dream she was yelling at her father at Wayne Dyer saying, Dad, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And and he gave her the message before he, she even told me what the dream was about. So, you know, these were very specific. You know, I could tell you another one. Crazy things. Uh, call Serena now. That's another daughter. Um, and I was cooking, and I was. it's very important. Call her now. Tried to call her. She's not answering the phone. So I called Sage, her other sister, um, her sister instead. And Sage answered the phone, and I said, what's going on with Serena? Your dad wants me to call her right now. And she said, Serena is actually giving birth right now. She's ready to push. So I said, put the phone by her ear. Put the phone by her mm-hmm. ear. because." And, and he says, Daddy's there. Daddy's there. So I mean, he's he was large in life, and he's even larger now that he he uh, left the physical body. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I know. I could go oh on and God. on. It's been a couple of years of those types of of messages. So, like, Karen, I'm really like getting chills from <laughs> this. This is wow. I mean. Yeah. Oh, I know that they had to get some chills right there. I know you brought a smile on their face at the same time. Hey, your father's still right there. And that is possible. Like, even when the spirit has moved on, there's some part of us that still exists and they're living inside of us mm-hmm. somehow. Um, I, and I still believe, even though my father passed when I was seven, he's still guiding me through my daily life every single oh, day. Sure. I remember Absolutely. one time he He came to me probably about around the age of seven. Uh, My mom was in the house, and she was with her friend. And my mom said, somehow I just woke up that night, and out came my mouth. My father told you to get out. My mom Hmm. said, wait a minute, but you're just seven. How in the world? She said she knew right then, because my mom is very spiritual. She has went through a spiritual battle and everything. And she mm. said, that was not me at that moment. She said, that was your father coming through you to speak to, speak to her friend, tell him you need to go. Because my mother said, my father, he, was a, he wasn't too of a jealous man, but he didn't play about his, he didn't play about my mom at all. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> That's very funny. Now, um, yeah. yeah. Karen, in your book, you speak about we guys. Who are the we guys? So the we guys, um, let me uh, go back a little bit with that. When Wayne Dyer started to come through, he um, he was so excited to talk about the afterlife and so excited to talk about we consciousness. Now, we consciousness is the is an awareness of the unity of everyone and everything, including animals and nature. It's an awareness mm-hmm. of our divinity, compassion for all of life, and what one person does to oneself or another affects the whole. So he's really excited to talk about that. But then he talked to me and he said, you know, he's going to be joining forces with a group of beings, angelic beings, including St. Francis, angels, ascended masters, as well as him. They were going to be called, they're called the We Guides that will be um, talking about the we consciousness, and they were going to be telling me 33 concepts for inner and outer uh, peace. So they joined forces, and it was difficult to tell one when they're connected to, with each other, if that makes sense, to, to say which one is Wayne Dyer, because it came as a group consciousness. So that's what the we guides are, if that makes sense. I know it's difficult to understand, but the, um, then he came through singularly as well to his family and friends, but he came as a group consciousness called the We Guides 
to talk about uh, more worldly issues, if that makes sense. No, it does. It just it makes sense. It makes um, complete sense to me. This is very astounding. Um, and if anyone feels that they want Karen to communicate with someone that you have lost, please do not hesitate to call in at three four. Um, three four seven four two six three seven five one. See, sometimes I forget my my own number. <laughs> I don't usually do readings on on the phone or on um, on radio interviews because I usually me- I have to meditate oh. before. Oh. But I certainly okay. will answer questions. Yeah. I would definitely answer, answer okay. questions. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. So she'll be You're able welcome. to answer questions, and and Karen mm-hmm. can probably um, we could definitely give you information if you need to talk with Karen privately at that moment would end up doing that as well. Now, mm-hmm. you also mentioned, we spoke on the we guys, but you also mentioned um, your book is titled We Consciousness. Yeah. Um, what exactly is that? I just love the way that you incorporate we. It, it feels that we're not just talking about an individual, but we're talking about the community all together. Yes, yes. The most important truth of a we consciousness is that we are, we're all one. And our oneness encompasses everything and everyone, including God, the angels, ascended masters, enlightened beings from other areas of the universe, deceased loved ones, animals, and nature. And that whatever one does to oneself or another affects the whole. That's, that's it in a, nut, in a nutshell. And, you know, if we could grasp these truths, we would be able to create miracles in your life and make a significant difference in the world as well. That is so. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Now, Karen, with with that being said, what is um, why is the weak consciousness broken down into thirty three concepts? Can you share just a few of these concepts with us? Sure. Well, it's broken down into thirty three. When I asked them why they chose thirty three, they revealed that thirty three symbolizes divine guidance and the spiritual uplifting of all of creation. So, um, yeah, sure, I could, I could let you know a few of the, of the concepts. So concept eight says, one, our individual de- bodies create the illusion of separation from the whole. Now, see, when we're here on the physical plane, we are all separate from one another. You have a body, I have a body, and it looks like we're not the same person. We can't even understand it coming from a physical body. But after we make our transition and and we leave our physical body, the energy of who we are continues and we join forces with everything and everyone. So that's the interconnectivity of everything. And concept 13 says you're an infinite spiritual being having a temporary human experience on this planet. So this is just a short time that we're here on Earth. And we have to realize that the energy of who we really are is the essence of who we are. It's not the shell that we call the body. Do you want mm-hmm. me to keep going for a little bit more? or? Oh, no, no, Karen, because I want the listeners, you're going to have to get Karen's book to read all the concepts. We gave you a little sneak preview. My favorite one, of course, and I think that is totally where everyone has to live by, concept 14 where it's imperative to love and respect yourself and understand that you are just oh, as significant as everyone Absolutely. else is vital. Oh, yeah. That that goes a long way. God is within you, too, and we, we lose that. We lose that, and I see it more so on social media. Mm-hmm. It, it's okay. If you got a private life, that's fine. But to me, when it comes to social media, certain things that we have to be aware of, of how you present yourself, even out in public, we become so disrespectful and we become comfortable thinking it's cute and it's funny. And by the end of the day, it looks, it looks real tacky. It doesn't look good at all. So that goes a long ways. And I hope that message is embedded into someone's spirit and soul today. And, and as I said, I understand that you really do deserve all the good things that life has to offer you. You are worthy of that, but you got to have that respect. Um, Yes, so these are some great concepts. And as I say, Karen only gave you a preview. You have to go get the book. We can't give you all this neat preview. Now, what are five easy steps we could take to set our life-changing journey of peace and motion? Well, first we want to ask, um, focus on the positive instead of what is, right? So exactly what you're saying, instead of focusing on everything that's wrong in the life, 
in this world, you know, focusing on crime and violence and all that. We want to focus on what we want, which is peace and love and unity and all of that. That's extremely important because whatever we focus upon expands. Okay, so that's very important. Another thing to do would be to pray for inner and outer peace as well. And then you want to quiet your thoughts. When you pray, you're talking to God and the angels. When you meditate, you listen to what they're saying. And in any relationship, you need to listen as well as speak. So that's important too. You want to call upon the angels to help, and you want to send love to everyone in your path. And that means Mm -hmm. everyone, even if they somehow did you wrong, I don't care what it is, because forgiving is extremely important. Um, there's a great saying, it's, it's not the snake bite that kills you, it's the venom that's left behind. So when we mm. truly understand that, when we forgive somebody, we forgive ourselves, we feel better. It's not like we're not helping the other person, we're actually helping ourselves. So that's the way to be, really begin the whole thing. And then after that, after that, you have to practice peace and being peace. It's so true. It is. I couldn't agree with you more because it's amazing how when, even when I'm at work, someone is negative. I have to actually walk away because those negative vibes mm-hmm. do rub off on you. Even if it's a guest, it doesn't matter if it's your coworker, your spouse. Yeah. When they're negative, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now you just messed up my whole um, environment with your negative. That, high, mm-hmm. that energy level is very powerful. And it can. It could go from a high level, and then, as you said in your book, it penetrates it to the lower levels. Mm-hmm. That, that is so true. It is. So, um, yeah, well, so what you want to do is unplug from the negativity and plug into the positive. And there's so much out there. There's so much love in the world. And that's what, if we fo- whatever we focus upon expands. So just think of it that way. So when you focus upon what's good in the world, you'll see more good in, in the world, and more good will come to you as well. Right, and and I guess it's something to remember. It comes a little scripture from your book. Even though we appear to be separate from everyone else, we are still linked to each other's thoughts at all times. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm still linked to each other's thoughts at all times. That's something to ponder on. That is very, it is, it's very powerful. Your thoughts and emotions can affect everyone else. That's why I love to stay positive in all my my coworkers tell me that every time, even when I get upset, no, mm-hmm. TK, because that's what they call me. TK, you can't be upset because we depend on you for the um, positive energy. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. Let me let me keep it real. Let me get back to my peace, get back mm-hmm. to my loving nature moment. You know, I got to have that harmony around me. But that is so and true. Sometimes, and I, yeah. That, that, mm-hmm. sometimes it's easier okay. said than done, though, right? When something negative is going on around you, just say, okay, think positive. It's not always easy, but it's absolutely worth your while. I promise. Yeah, it is. It is and that's all right. It is easier said than done because sometimes mm-hmm. you could be in that good mood and somebody can come by and you'd be like, God darn it, you just you just had to cause that emotion and now I'm negative. <laughs> and it is. It's so easy to say. I'm not going to let anybody rain on my parade and then bam, here they go. They don't rain on your parade. So <laughs> I love it um, but, you know, self-love is a main factor. I feel Absolutely. that you can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself. Um, what are your thoughts or what are some pathways to self-love? Well, the best, most important thing before I begin, peace within is a prerequisite to outer peace, isn't it? When we, um, yes. when we fight, since we are connected to everyone and everything, and we are part of, you know, we are part of it, we're the energy that expands to others, if that makes sense. I'm trying to put it in the best possible way. But how do you yes, expand? Right, right. So the advantages of self-love or the pathways of self? First of all, the pathways to self-love. Be yourself. Be yourself and honor your truth above society's de- demands. So say uh, society is telling you, you have to do this. You have to work a nine-to-five job. And you have to make this amount of money and so forth. What you want to do is honor what feels good within you. You may have a gift. You may uh, be an artist or a radio show host or whatever it is. You have to share your gifts with the world because that's what you're going to expand your love to others, right? Don't care what anybody else says. Another pathway is to reclaim your power. If you understand that God is within you, 
You could do anything, and you could create miracles in your life, but you just have to know it. The difference between a miracle worker and one who is not a miracle worker is that the miracle worker knows. They have the faith. They don't question it. Another thing is to uh, forgive yourself. If you've done anything in your life that you're not proud of, just as forgiving everyone else, you've got to forgive yourself. You make mistakes, and it's okay. That's extremely important. You also want to take note of your good qualities. You want to have fun. There's so many things we could do. We want to focus on love and the many blessings that you have. You want to respect yourself. So these are just some of the pathways of self-love. That, um, In order to create peace in the world, we have to begin within ourselves. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't go and try to jump into something else and it goes even for a relationship I was thinking about how people when they break up with someone they try to go into another relationship but you can't go into that relationship if you haven't even corrected what was wrong with the previous relationship and we come from broken homes broken relationship your mind is broken your spirit is broken and then you expect to go in with that same thought and trash of a mind into another relationship it's not it's not gonna work. You have to cleanse yourself. People always say, Move on and you know, be with somebody else and over to in order to get over your relationship. No, that's not how it works. You gotta work on yourself first and that's the main thing. People say that so quickly because they haven't either they experienced it wrong, they think that's the solution, but it's not. You gotta cleanse yourself first in order to make the other relationship work, in order for anything to work, um, I think in life, you have to cleanse yourself and make sure that you're ready for that new that new path absolutely because we're creating whatever we're thinking and feeling about ourselves if we don't correct that we'll create more of the same we want to create better we deserve the best don't we we all deserve the best we deserve love absolutely and that's what your that's what your book stated concept 14 we deserve that we deserve that worth we're worthy of it why not give ourselves that chance Mend your, your spirit. Get yourself together. Meditate. Make sure you're ready. Jumping into a new relationship or anything else is not going to help you. It's only going to hinder you and tear, your, and tear you down spiritually. That spirit is very powerful, and you have to understand anybody that you're basically you're sleeping with, you're loving with, their spirit is part of you too. So you have to understand that um, as a whole. And I see a lot of people, because it made me think of a post someone had posted on Facebook of, uh, the people that you bring into your life, the ones that you you have sex with or or even talk to, you got to understand their spirit is part of you now. So understand who you're bringing into your life um, on that spiritual basis. Now, we talked about the pathways, Karen. So what are mm-hmm. the main advantages of self-love? Oh, there's many advantages of self-love. First of all, you'll make your own happiness a priority and won't be swayed by what's going on outside of you, okay? So that's number one. And you look out for your own best interest, just like what you were saying just now. You look out for what's best for you. You don't want to keep creating negative situations in your life. If you love yourself, you won't put up with it, you know? Your confidence will increase. You'll make it a priority to achieve your dreams. Again, if you're a singer, you make sure that you're singing in your life somehow. Or an artist, you make sure you're painting, something like that. And other people won't have the power to offend you. That's another thing, advantage. They won't because you love yourself and you won't care what other people say about you. Also, you'll be a greater service to others. You'll create your own positive situation and understand that you're not a victim when you love yourself, because you'll make sure that you're taken care of. You will make sure. Most people that I know, the light workers of the world, trying to make the world a better place, they're good at helping other people, but a lot of times they put themselves last. But they're just as important as everyone else. That's the key. You'll straight, And the most important thing, too, I would say, is you'll strengthen your ability to feel your connection to the we consciousness, which is the interconnectivity of everyone and everything. Because you're, you'll raise your vibration, which is more on par with the divine energy that's within you. Yes. Yes. And um, you've got to remember that, I mean, people who have come before us, 
always made a significant change. Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, we have had people who stood up for what they believed in. I tell my dogs that all the time. You have to be your own individual. If Absolutely. If, if anybody jumped off the building, you're going to jump off with them? <laughs> if so, then then let me know so I can uh, make sure that your life insurance policy is in effect and that I <laughs> something goes on. But um, but yeah, we can't all be on the same. We can't all be on the same boat doing the same thing. We are, we have to make a change. That's why I tell them, hey, who cares how your hair looks? That's right. your hair. That's your trend. Stand out. Be different. Exactly. We came in this world right. different. We came in with different shades. We came mm-hmm. in with different sizes, noses, body types, everything. That what makes us a beautiful, a beautiful person on the inside and out. But we get so caught up, and the reason why we get caught up because of this social media. Social media betrays yeah. it that we have to look this way or do this to be of this. Well, uh, child, if I have to, now I will. What I will do, Karen, I will admit, I will follow someone who maybe is successful that I'm trying to be like who's doing something positive in the world, mm-hmm. then I will mm-hmm. try to maybe see, okay, if they're doing this, then maybe I need to follow this in order to be successful in life to get there, if it's not negative. That right. I will um, give advice on. So we got to stop trying to be so popular and go with everything because everything that we think is a trend is not. <laughs> you right. don't know what that person has done. You don't know if they gave up, they sold to get there. Um <laughs> If they pre, if they praying to the devil or not, so be careful mm-hmm. who you trying to follow and think that what they're doing is so popular because they might be leading you straight to hell and you don't even know it. So watch what you do because everybody, everybody who betrays that they're good is not always good. Now I'm surprised we we have a few we have actually, Karen we seem to have two callers on. But what we're gonna do we're gonna take a short commercial break. We're gonna come back with Karen. We're gonna get these callers on the line. And see what question they have for you, Karen. Okay. All right. So, callers, do not do not touch that dial. We're going to be right back with Karen. I'm so excited to have you on. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog, 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 Talk. Blog Talk Radio, baby. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of a hurricane, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit supporthurricanerelief.org. That's supporthurricanerelief.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with Karen Noah, who's uh, who is a medium and a Hay House author of We Consciousness, 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace, Your Life After the Death, a medium's guide to healing after a loss, and through the eyes of another medium's guide to create a heaven on earth by encountering your life review now. She is also the founder of the Angel Quest Center and Walwick. New Jersey, where she teaches classes, gives readings, and practices alternative healing. If you're tuning in, great. I'm glad to have you on. Right now, we have three callers, so I'm going to bring the callers on so they can, um, whatever questions that you have for Karen, we're not going to go into a reading or anything. We want to make it make sure we get to your questions quickly and um, 
and be respectful of everyone else who may be holding on to the line as well. So, caller, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. How are you? Yeah, hi. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. You're on with Karen and I. Uh, uh, hello? Ka- Karen, right? Yes, Karen, I'm here. How are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, good. How how are you all? I'm doing very well. What's your question? Um, uh, I am Ali, and uh, I want to, uh, like, uh, I, I think it's a psychic show, right? So I think, like, if any messages or anything uh, from the departed ones, um, anything they wanted to tell, uh, so... I would like to hear uh, any important message or anything like that. Okay, yes. Um, I I was saying before, I'm not doing any readings today because I usually meditate before I do the readings. But what I would say to your loved ones, ask them to come to you in a dream and to wake you up after the dream so you remember it and tell them to give you without a doubt signs. I call them without a doubt, and you know without a doubt that they're with you, such as a bird may land on you. You'll be driving along and a car cuts you off and it's the license plate of your loved one's name. Have you received any types of signs from your loved one yet? Um, I, yesterday, uh, like, uh, I think um, it's like uh, not very clear, but I saw her in dream, I think. Okay. Now, the dreams, it's very important to differentiate between a real visitation from your loved one and a dream from your subconscious. So if you're having a dream of your loved one and it feels good, chances mm-hmm. are they come younger than what they were, they're healthy, they feel very good, you wake up, that's a true visitation. You know. Mm-hmm. You usually know it's your loved one. If it's a, if it's a dream from your subconscious, you'll wake up and you, you don't feel too good. It's something that, some issue you're trying to resolve with them or you'll dream of them in a casket or something. That's not them coming through. That's you trying to resolve issues. So it's important to know the difference, you know, between a real visitation and a dream from your subconscious. So hopefully you could ask your loved ones, and then you have to be patient because they'll come, but you have to, it won't come right away. It may come a month later, a few months later, but it's important to be patient and wait, and they will come to you. Okay? Oh, okay, new method. Okay, Uh, thanks. Thanks for the suggestion. Oh, you're very welcome. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Appreciate you. Now we have another caller. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring you on as well. Caller, you are on the air. Okay, thank you very much. Um You're welcome. I I was in a car accident on March ninth and I've been out of work since because I've been oh. in chronic pain with my back. Oh. And um kept in close contact with my employer. So my concern is I uh, haven't been there long enough to get FMLA, so my job protection would be getting approved for ADA uh, because I can't do my job right now because of the pain. Mm. So I'm praying that I hear good news that it is approved uh, before this week ends. And um, do you have any comments what on I that? Would say is when you what I would say is ask God and the angels when you pray, instead of begging, like this is what most people do, please, you know, help me, I need this and I need that. What I want you to do today and subsequent days is you're going to thank God before the fact. Say thank you, that I, thank you so much for allowing me to be approved. Thank you so much. And have the feeling of that being fulfilled, that God is answering your prayers. That's the faith that, that, has, that creates miracles. In other words, all the great masters talked about Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, all of them. So when you pray, say, thank you for allowing me to be proved and know it. And indeed, it will, be hap- it will happen. That's how prayers are answered. So you have homework to do. Yes, I do. Thank you. So You're very I, I will practice feeling uh, <laughs> emotional relief and yeah. gratitude when I get the confirmation, That's in other words, it. it's going to be a confirmation. It is going to be approved, and it'll just be a confirmation that it has materialized. And how good does that feel? Let's pretend we'll we'll have we'll pretend right now. 
Yay, you were approved. I want you to feel it. <laughs> feel it right now. How does yes. that feel? How does yes. it feel? And it, Good? Uh, very, very thankful and wanting to do a good job for the company mm-hmm. and um, hoping that I'll keep my job at least a year and longer. Okay, now take that feeling, and it's indeed, it has to happen now. Okay? okay. You can keep me posted. Okay. I'd love to hear what happens. You go to my website, and you could email me, say you talked to me on the phone today. I will. Thank you. And hopefully I'll get this confirmation no later than this Friday. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Have a great day. I love it. You take yes. Care. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. You're so welcome. Bye. Thank you. I love it. It feels so wonderful. Now, we have another caller. Caller, thank you so much for being on the air with us. Hello? Yes. I can hear you loud and clear. Hello, you there? This is Karen. I'm not sure anybody's there right now. Oh, hello? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, um, I was actually just listening to your show. You're not doing any reading today, right? No, that's correct. I'm sorry about that. Listening to the show. Oh, thank you. Okay, thanks. I hope you're enjoying. Okay. It. <laughs> okay. Right, thank you. Have a wonderful day. You <laughs> Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, we have one more. Okay. Well, we apparently we lost one caller. But that's all right. Um, as Karen said, you can go to her website. Make sure you get in contact her, contact her that way, uh, and she can go from there with you. Um, Karen, I'm so glad. It, it touched my heart listening to you give this advice to them so much. And, of course, affirmation is so important. I do those daily. And, and speaking of affirmation, I was calling the hospital where my children see their pediatrician. And she had some paperwork from me, and I said, oh, I was saying, I said my affirmation, and I'm so excited. And on the other end, she was like, she got real quiet. She was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my. You definitely don't believe in affirmation. Oh, my, I can feel the negative vibe right now. I need to give you some affirmation power. <laughs> and I guess she was probably saying to herself, like, child, if you don't just go ahead and, and respond to what I need you to respond to, I was like, okay. Everybody's not filming on these affirmations, but they don't understand these affirmations really work. And sometimes you don't have to believe it. You know, people always say, if you see, you believe it. No, it's actually the opposite. As my mentor, Hazik Ali, who I hope is on the line with us and watching, mm-hmm. he always mm-hmm. tells us, if you believe it, you'll see it. That's all you got to do, believe it and you'll see it. So Absolutely. I believe it and I see it. And, and it's just amazing. Um, you have we to feel about the feeling. <laughs> yes, you sure do. Now, we talked about the pathways and advantages of self-love. What mm-hmm. are some ways that we can raise our vibration back to its natural loving state, Karen? Okay. Well, first of all, we want to announce to the universe our desire to raise our vibration. That's how we begin the process. And then we're going to ask to become a vehicle of love and service. Yes. You're going to watch your thoughts as you speak to yourself. You don't want to say negative thoughts like, oh, my hair, as you were saying before, or this is wrong. No, you're going to talk very lovingly to yourself, just as you would to anyone else. You're going to pray and meditate daily to, as we spoke about before, praying is talking to God and the angels and meditating is listening. We're going to practice forgiveness. We're going to be grateful. We're going to have more compassion. You know, we're going to eat a healthy and more com- in a in a more healthy and compassionate way. We're going to empower ourselves. We're going to try to see through the eyes of others. This one is important. Um, after we after we pass away, we go through a life review where we're able to see how we've affected each person through the other mm-hmm. person's eyes. We we actually can be the other person. So, in let's try to do that. Why do we have to wait until it's too late? to see through each person's eyes, we should try to do it right now. If we're, say, for example, we're in the grocery store and we're waiting online and the cashier is taking a long time, instead of getting angry, try to see through that person's eyes. Maybe it's that person's first day at work. You know, maybe they're Mm -hmm. just tired. Instead of getting angry, you know, it's very important to see through each person's eyes. 
Also, you want to spend time alone. If you can, go in nature because that will raise your vibration significantly. And another very important thing is you want to uplift others without lowering your own perspective or forcing them to raise, them to raise theirs, if this makes sense. Like, in other words, if a person can't understand where, where you're coming from, just as you were talking about the affirmations, they didn't understand that. Mm-mm. You don't have to expect them to understand you because they're not resonating at the same vibration. So that's okay. Don't worry about it. But you don't want to lower your vibration in order to say, okay, I have to be just like them and not, not get this kind of vast affirmation thing. No. You want to remain where you are. Don't lower your vibration to um, appeal to others. If that makes sense, it definitely it makes sense to me in every soul way. Um, now, I guess my question would be because we we all want world peace and everything, but what can we do as an individual to make the world a better place for everyone? Well, we have to begin with uh, creating peace in our own lives, and by doing so, we'll be a loving, positive vehicle that'll create the ripple effect of more love in our life as well. So um, it really begins with us. We have to, it's pretty much what I was saying about raising our vibration. We want to practice forgiveness. We want to do all of that, be grateful, have more compassion. And when we're a vehicle of love, we're going to spread the love as well and uh, create more peace in the world. Yeah. Well, I definitely pray for that. Well, every time you turn on the news, you see more violence. And it's getting worse every day, Karen. It's, it's becoming so depressing. I don't even try to watch the news as much as tell maybe for weather to see if it's going to rain. And I might pull that up on my phone because news story back to back, back to back. Someone shot someone. Um, I seen a news story on teens being investigated for mm-hmm. harming another teen. It's like, oh, my God, is this serious? Like, this is happening every second around us. It's, uh, so I pray so for a better What you need to do is piece. unplug. Unplug from that TV. Don't pay attention to that. You want to focus on love. And and more important than anything I didn't mention before is uh, to make the world a better place, we want to ask, first thing when you wake up in the morning, this is what I say, how may I serve? How may I serve? Okay. You know, and you'll be shown what you could do to serve everyone around you. And you want to embrace your connection to the whole as well because it's not just you. It's you and everyone else. We're all connected. My guest told me that, said that's what he does every morning. When he wakes up, he mentions, he said, today God is going to bless me in so many ways. He said that's the first thing that come out of his mouth. I said, wow. I need, And I told him I need to start doing it, and I do. I need to start doing that. Already claim it. Claim it. Claim that positivity already. Oh, great idea, Karen. Thank that's you for it. that confirmation. Exactly. Um, exactly. Now, there, um, what are the different types of celestial beings in the universe, and are we all connected with them? Yes, we are, and that's the best part. We think we're separate from the celestial beings, but um, after we leave this physical body, we'll understand that we're all connected. It includes God, the angels, ascended masters, enlightened mm-hmm. beings from other areas in the universe, deceased loved ones, all of them. We're all connected to each other. And we think they're separate from us. We all have guardian angels and there's archangels that we could talk to. But in reality, they are us. I know it's difficult to understand when we're in a physical body. But after we leave the physical body, we will understand that completely. Um, It's hard to explain because, you know, when we pray to God and the angels, we think they're more than we are. They have a higher vibration, which they do, which they do. But we, they, if they are a part of us, if we raise our vibration, we could feel that connection with all of them. I, I can, I can believe that, um, and I feel that this show was meant because I get, I'm getting confirmation before I even had, before I even had this show with you, Karen. My guest was speaking of that. Um, he was saying that we're all actually connected, you know, even through science. We actually all have the same birthday, if you really look at it. He was speaking on atoms, and I was like, hmm, I'm going to have to do a little research on this. He said, if you look at it, all of us have the same birthday. I was like, wow. So you mean tell me everybody is February 3rd or November the 1st? I said, that is, that's a, 
That's amazing. Because now we're talking about we're talking about going deeper into science, not just your birth date of your mother um, having birthed you, but actually through science. I, so I feel that somehow it was meant to have you here because you're given all the confirmation of what someone else already discussed like months ago. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really <laughs> psyched out here. Like, this is really honestly true. Now, um, there are some common signs. What are some of them with these celestial beings give to, to let us know they're with us? Oh, that's a good question. Um, as I was talking about with the caller, we're going to ask our loved ones, the deceased loved ones are part of the celestial beings, the angels are. If we ask them to give us a sign to let us know they're with us, they will give it to us. So a few of these signs, okay. they, place, they come to us in dreams, as we were discussing previously. They also like to use it. This is a, a common one. When people that come to my class classes talk about this next one a lot, that they're uh, – their loved one comes to them as an animal. Now, just let me explain this. They come as a butterfly, a bird, a ladybug, or a dragonfly, and they do something that that particular animal normally doesn't do, such as the bird will land on you, or a butterfly will, you know, circle you, something like that. Um, they also like to place common objects in our path, such as feathers, coins, or rocks. You keep finding pennies, or you keep finding feathers. What I would say is, to keep them in a jar or in a bag. If you have feathers, you can't put them in a jar. But to, you'll see okay. how many that you have. You know, a lot of people receive the sign of the penny many times. They say, I, oh, I keep finding pennies. Well, chances are it's the angel. Someone is telling you that they're around you. They also like to make the, the songs come on at the perfect time. Did you ever walk mm-hmm. into, say, a mall or you go into the car and you, you need to hear from your loved one or from the angels. You know, am I doing this right? Um, should I make the move? Should I quit my job? Such and such. And then you get into the car, you turn on the radio, and this perfect song comes on with the answer just for you. So they love to do that. They love to play with electricity. <laughs> they turn the lights <laughs> on and off, right? They turn the lights on and off. They make the same numbers come on and off on the clock when the electricity goes off whether it be one 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 two 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 two, or your deceased loved one's birthday, or your old address, something like that. They also like to make rainbows appear. They also enable us to become more aware of license plates, as I was talking about before. If a car cuts you off, instead of getting angry, look at the license plate. It may be your loved one's name or birthday, or it might say... Michael for Archangel Michael or something like that. There's so many ways that they could um, they make you look at a billboard and there's your answer to what the question that you had to your loved one or to the angels. Um, they give off fragrances. You'll be in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden you'll smell flowers, you know, or or perfume or something for no logical reason. What's happening is you're receiving a sign from the celestial realm. Why? Because they have to, they're trying to communicate with you. I thought about one of my friends when she mentioned she went to a nightclub and she met a guy. He was awkward to her because he was nice looking, but he looked like he was kind of on a nerd style. So she gave him a ride and everything. Um, the next day, she appeared at his place. Mom came to the door and said, no, he's not here. She said, yes, he is. He texted me. He told me to come over, whatnot. She said, no, and, and it kept going back and forth. Then finally... She saw a picture, had the same letterman jacket on and everything, and come mm. to find out her son had passed on. And she said it, it oh really freaked out because she felt a physical touch from him, like literally he was touching her hand, gave her a kiss. She felt that. And I said, wow. Wow. It, it, seemed, so, so, it seemed so unreal, but at the same time it was surreal. He was trying to find a way to reach out to his mother. He didn't know no other way. And that spiritual connection that he probably felt from her, he knew that he could reach out to her to get that message to his mom. And I felt that at that moment, this young man didn't get that opportunity to say goodbye to his own mother. So he knew that was the only way he could. I said, that if that's not, oh, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes because I'm a mom by the end of the day, like, who wants their child to leave and you don't get that last word from them. 
So I, I definitely, I felt, I felt every part of that. Now, Kara, you also, you spoke on animals and nature. So are mm. they also a part of the we consciousness? Oh, they absolutely are. And there's no uh, higher level animals than others. So I know many people love their pets, the cats, dogs, and birds. Yes. But with I the we consciousness, yeah. But the, with the we consciousness, it's all animal, animals. It's inclu- it includes cows and you know pigs and the birds and in the sky and insects, all of it, and nature and trees. We're all one. And when you realize that, you really um, try to show compassion to all animals as well as nature. Right. Uh, you, you sure do. I mean, I don't see how people can go around and, and abuse animals. I've seen so many right. videos now popping up on my timeline. Burning dogs, had one dog outside mm. the car making it walking around. It's like, oh, the brutality. Lord Jesus, what's going on? Can, um, can you tell us some things that we could do to include non-human animals in our circle of compassion? Some things that, oh, sure. Well, first of all, we want to be more uh, conscious of the clothing that we wear and the products that we use. You know, a lot of times these um, things that we buy, they have to do experiments on the animals and they have to slice them open or, you know, we don't need that. We don't need these types of clothes. We should look more into that, you know. We want to participate in animal-friendly hobbies and visit animal sanctuaries. You know, animal sanctuaries, they, they actually rescue the animals. It's, it's different than a zoo where they're in cages. You know, they'll rescue the animals and provide homes, open space. You, know, you want to voice your opinion. That's another thing you could do to, uh, to protect all living things. And if you can, embrace a more plant-based diet instead of eating a lot of meat. I know not everybody likes that. Um, and I'm not saying you have to do that. I, I am a vegan because I started to feel the pain of the animals as I uh, started receiving messages. But if you could even eat one less meal with meat in it a day or a week, that will save that particular animal's life, if you think of it that way. And if you understand that these are very, they're part of you and they're worth your love and affection just as much as ever, anyone else. Yeah, I will agree with that. It's going to, now, personally, for me, it take me time. But I did do a vegan challenge, uh, and I didn't feel like it was going to kill me, but it was hard because I had to revamp everything. I was like, oh, wow, let me see how I'm going to make this taste this way without this, because I love eggs. Eggs is one mm-hmm. of my favorite. But And then, you know, there's a documentary out called What the Hell, so every, yes, there are so many ways to use on that. Mm-hmm. So, for my job, did you watch that? Are you still eating me? And I'm like, well, wait, well, wait a minute, hold on, don't crucify me yet. Now wait, um, I'm not ready to give up meat. Can we still be cool? We still friends? So you know that takes that takes um, discipline to me to really get to that point where you say vegan. It's totally different being a vegetarian. That's why I tell a lot of people they holler, oh, I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, no, vegan is totally different. No, I'm about products whatsoever. That's so you it. have to mentally be. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Why, um, Not everybody can do that, but it's definitely worth our effort. Even as I said, how about one less meat, uh, meal a week that you're eating meat, or one a day even would be great. Right. You know, that, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Karen, do you have any closing words that you'd like to share with us before we get off air? Yes, yes. What I would tell everybody is to understand that we're all interconnected. So whatever you do to yourself or another affects the whole. So be very careful. Treat yourself with the respect that you deserve. Forgive people. Ask forgiveness from, from people who you hurt. And, you know, when you do that, you'll uplift yourself and the people around you, and you'll, you'll actually be making peace a reality on our wonderful planet. That's right. And to close that out with a favorite truth of the day from my friend and former guest, Mary Ellen Sitnick. Signovich. Emotion is the barrier of all wisdom. Many of you think you have resolved past issues. You know it was hard and you put a lot of work into it. Now it's gone, or is it? Think about a past issue. Bring a picture of it into your mind and remove the emotional layers around it. What emotion is left? Allow it, allow it that emotion to be. Just respect it even if you do not understand it. Now be more receptive than usual to the wisdom coming to you because it comes from your soul, your knowingness. 
a new of a being born is you allow yourself to fully understand these emotions. Now, let them go. Today, know that working through emotions brings wisdom. Enjoy the day, everyone, and I appreciate you for definitely tuning in. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you the next time on The Bright Side with Technicia. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. 